Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. So yesterday I saw a social media post that talked about Russia blocking access to Pornhub and to telling its people to meet someone in real life. And I thought, wait, what? What kind of world are we living in? This can't be. How dare you? What are they at war or something with another country? <laughs> and then I find out that whew, that's not true. Whew, okay, good. Uh, apparently, uh, they have not banned a Pornhub. They did at one time uh, prohibit their citizens from having access to Pornhub and uh, YouPorn, telling people to try to meet someone in real life. But then Pornhub said, hey, wait a minute. Hey, why don't you guys uh, let us in? But we'll just make sure that uh, everyone has to be 18. Uh, you have to click on a have to click on a button that says yes, you're 18 years of age, or you can't get in. And Russia went, all right, fine, go ahead. So, for those of you uh, listening to the program in Russia, and I'm sure there's a bunch of you, uh, take a breath. It's okay. Uh, you still can log on to Pornhub. So. Whew. Don't worry about hating on the U.S. Don't worry about having to deal with China. Don't worry about all those sanctions. Uh, Don't worry about NATO. For sure, don't worry about Ukraine. But be happy and relax because you're able to access Pornhub. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. The announcements have been made. The 25 MacArthur Fellows of 2022 have been announced. Now, you can't get nominated and the pool of candidates apparently is a tightly held secret. And you're asking yourself, wait, the MacArthur Foundation? Yes, the MacArthur Foundation, the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation supports creative people. Uh, This is according to their website. Effective institutions and influential networks building a more just vernant and peaceful world. MacArthur is placing a few big bets that truly significant, uh, significant, the truly significant progress is possible on some of the world's most pressing social changes, including advancing global climate solutions. Who doesn't love that? Decreasing uh, nuclear risk, promoting local justice reform in the U S of course, and reducing corruption in Africa's most populous country, Nigeria. In addition to the MacArthur Fellows Program and the Global 100% and Change Competition, the Foundation continues its historic commitments to the role of journalism in responsive democracy, as well as the vitality of our headquarters in Chicago. So congratulations. So if you get uh, a MacArthur Foundation Fellow Grant, you get $800,000 
no strings attached. Uh, no, you get 800 grand. They pay it out in five years. So you don't get just 800,000 up front. You get uh, five years quarterly payments. So every three months, 25 people from this year alone get $40,000. Right? I mean, that, that would, that's what it would be. It would be uh, 20 payments of $40,000 each. That's not bad. That's not bad. I would like to say, how do you get nominated? But you don't. They just choose. <laughs> they just choose. And they have everyone listed. They have uh, they have uh, an or- ornithologist, a cellist, a human rights activist, a photographer, filmmaker. They list all the people that got part of the MacArthur money. Uh, congratulations to them. Uh, gosh darn it. Good for you. I hope that you can pull it off for the MacArthur Foundation. Really incredible. Uh, really incredible that this, uh, I guess the, he was a, uh, real estate insurance guy. I don't know if the wife had money or did anything prior to them being together, but this is what they set up the, uh, MacArthur Foundation and they have their, uh, they have a screen with more about their values, uh, more about each of our values, uh, diversity, equity, and inclusion, empathy, integrity, learning, creativity. And then in the middle, it has our values and what we stand for, who we are, and how we work. So congratulations to everyone. I'd like to say hello to MacArthur president, John Palfrey. Uh, John, my name is Jeff Fisher. The show is chewing the fat. I believe, (laughs) I mean, I believe that, uh, I certainly promote some of the world's most pressing social challenges. Uh, I advance global climate solutions. Uh, what I do decreases nuclear risk. I promote local justice reform in the U S and all around the world. And I'd like to say that I help in reducing corruption in Africa uh, in Nigeria, the most populous country in Africa. So, you know, I'm willing to, you know, take a piece of the MacArthur Foundation grant money, even if it isn't the entire $800,000. On top of which, let me add that my entire family is believers in this MacArthur Foundation fellowship. I mean, we're, hello, I have a photographer, prof- professional photographer. Uh, scouting promotes all of that. Well, you know, most of it anyway. I'm willing to, that, I mean, that's what that, a million six? If I just take two of them? Okay, no problem, I'm in. That's only 80 grand every three months. I don't, I, I'll try to get by on that. So I appreciate the uh, MacArthur Foundation and just reach out, reach out. Email me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. You can follow me on Twitter, at JeffyJFR, Facebook, Instagram, Jeff Fisher Radio. Any way you want to get a hold of me, please do so. All right, just a little side note on uh, Alex Jones. I know, I'm tired of talking about it too. But uh, Alex Jones uh, was ordered by a Connecticut jury to pay $965 million in damages to people harmed by his lies about the Sandy Hook school shooting. Now, um, he has filed Chapter 11 bankruptcy. He faces a third trial in December in Texas that, uh, you know, is the final defamation suit against Jones. This particular trial was 14 family members of victims and an FBI agent who was a first responder at the shooting. 
uh, one of the family members uh, whose six-year-old daughter was killed in the attack was given $120 million. That was the largest single award. Now, do I think it is horrible and have said many times that it's horrific what happened to uh, these children? Absolutely. I don't even like thinking about what it must be like. I can't imagine. I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to try to imagine and I can't imagine what it was like for these people. But for the death threats and harassment directed at these families, I'm really sorry about that. But that doesn't mean that Alex Jones should have to pay for it. I'm sorry. No. Uh, and that, how about no? And I believe that's his defense. <laughs> which probably is not going to go over well. <laughs> uh, Your Honor, how about, no, that's probably not going to go over well. Now they're going to file, you know, an appeal. But, I mean, they've ruined this man over, and he's, you know, he's been cut from all social media platforms. Uh, YouTube, Apple, Facebook, Spotify, Twitter, all banned InfoWars. Um, I don't know what to say. It just seems they claim that he's worth $270 million. Okay, uh, maybe. They tried to claim that he's moving money out of his companies and you know moving it somewhere. I don't know where, whether he's... If I'm him, I'm burying it in the backyard and not saying a word because, uh, I mean, he's got to be able to eat somehow. I know that it's horrific. It's the deadliest mass shooting in an elementary school U.S. history. 26 people dead. Right, Sandy Hook? Uh, how many were killed in Uvalde? Had to be close. Right? Anyway, it doesn't. It's, they were both horrific. And I don't really like to think about it. But uh, let's just say that uh, if this was number one, Uvalde had to be number two, right? It was in the 20s. Anyway, uh, I, it's easy enough to look up, Jeff. I don't really want to. It was horrific. And, you know, if, if this says it's the deadliest shooting, then so be it. Uh, 26 people dead. Got it. Uh, and Uvalde didn't have 26 people. Okay, got it. Doesn't make it really any less horrific. Anyway, uh, they talked about uh, the one judgment is uh, $50 million in Texas, right? Uh, it's just amazing. And I can't believe that we're at this point now where we're suing a guy. I mean, we're shutting him down for his beliefs. And this is where we're at. And you know, I don't know what comes of it. Uh, I know that, uh, you know, they say that he's got all this money, but he doesn't have a billion dollars. And I know that they will say that it's not about, you know, the 965 million or over a billion dollars. It's about getting justice for their children. But have you really, have you really gotten justice? I mean, all the bad stuff that people did to you or talked about you, if they did something, that's illegal. That's on them. That's not on Alex, but we're putting it on Alex. And it's just, this is wrong. It's just wrong. The whole thing is just horrific. And I don't know. I don't know how the families ever recover. I don't know how Alex ever recovers. I guess he just keeps hawking his wares and hosting his InfoWars show on his website. And uh, we go from there. So... You know, rest in peace to all the kids at Sandy Hook and Uvalde. And I hope that uh, the families can find some kind of peace uh, in their search.
All right, let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Did you see where Heidi Klum is uh, getting hammered? No, not that way. Uh, She did a photo shoot with her daughter who just turned 18. And it's a lingerie photo shoot with her daughter for an Italian lingerie company. And they're singing and dancing around. And it's for the lingerie shoot. It's awesome. It's for uh, intimacy lingerie campaign. I mean, Heidi has her own line as well so this is uh you know for her daughter in italy and it's awesome the art of italian lingerie and it's just her and her daughter now heidi made a fortune and has made a fortune for being heidi klum which is hotness and uh i mean she's a victoria's secret model Uh, she's you know she's been modeling you know her whole life and has made a fortune and still, you know, she just, I think she's, I mean, she's almost 50. Holy cow. I mean, it's just almost to put her away at the, in the home. And, uh, her daughter just turned 18 legal, uh, by the way. And even if she, I mean, most, there's a lot of models, many models around the world that are not 18 years of age that are still modeling and they model darn near every kind of piece of clothing. However, I know we're in today's world. I got it. But they're talking about how it's, uh, you know, mother, daughter, I can't believe it. It just makes it weird. Why? They're doing, it's nothing. It's just really, really weird. We are in a, we are in a weird, weird time in America. Anyway, good for the Clums for Heidi laying the groundwork for a daughter and uh, ready to make uh, more of a fortune for the family just walking down the runways in your underwear. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, could you do it? Could I would, I would like to say to the people that uh, I, I, I wouldn't model sexy lingerie with my mom. Well, your mom's not Heidi Klum. Okay. All right. Good. Let's just leave it at that. And I see where my man, Jamie Foxx. <laughs> Jamie Foxx. He's got to be so pissed. And he handled it pretty good. But he showed up at Cardi B's birthday party. Okay. So Cardi B's having her big birthday party. I think she, Cardi B just turned 30, I think. Wow. Talking about she's getting a little long on the tooth too. Anyway. uh, So she turned 30 and had a big birthday party. Right. So Jamie shows up with, uh, you know, the Jamie Foxx posse. He's got four or five people with him. He's rolling a little heavy to the event. And he gets out of the gets out of the rolls, and he changes his shoes. I love the story. Changes into his shoes, <laughs> his party shoes, which apparently look the same as the shoes he had on before. But anyway, he gets out of the car, steps out of the white rolls, goes up to the door, and the door the door guy won't let him in. No, uh, no, there's too you have too many guests, and uh, there's no room for you. So sorry. And so Jamie says, okay, fine. And turns around and the, you know, the paparazzi is going crazy, taking pictures and, uh, you know, wanting him to comment. And he's like, nah, it's cool. It's fine. No problem. Now, obviously Cardi was, uh, you know, not, uh, aware of this. She's inside partying when she finds out, I'm guessing the door guy, uh, or door person, whoever uh, turned away Jamie Fox to the party. <laughs> 
<laughs> so, I mean, they, they, I guess they decided that uh, after he started walking away and everybody couldn't believe it, the door guy came running back out to Jamie and said, no, nah, you know, it's cool, it's cool, it's cool. And Jamie was like, nope, we're not good. <laughs> uh, take care. I love you, but uh, you turned me away. You got one shot at the Jamie Foxx at the party, okay? Now you turned me away. Nope, not going to go back in. You live with the decision of turning me away, okay? Take care. <laughs> that is awesome. Speaking of awesomeness, you know, I asked uh, you, the listener to Chewing the Fat, to email the show, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, and uh, give me your best Sam I am uh, on uh, Ukraine and why I do not like war with Ukraine, Sam I am poems. And I read one yesterday, and uh, the, uh, I chose a couple more for today. Uh, one from Ron. Uh, I don't like bombing in Ukraine. I don't like bombing. It causes pain. I don't like bombing here or there. I don't like bombing anywhere. I don't like bombing in Spain or Japan. I don't like bombing. Sam, I am. Now he goes on to say, I don't necessarily believe all that, but the point is across. <laughs> <laughs> I love the show. Hey, thank you. I appreciate I appreciate you, Ron, for participating in the Sam I Am. Well, it's not really a contest, but you know, I appreciate you writing your own Sam I Ams. And then I have one from uh, my man uh, Samuel. Okay, I think it's Samuel, right? Yeah, I won't say the full address that's on the email, but we'll just go with Samuel. You know who you are. Okay. Uh, I don't want people bombarding you because of your greatness here. Uh, he uh, he or she uh, emailed the show with their Dr. Seuss does Ukraine. Uh, would you bomb them just for gain? Could you bomb them just for fame? I don't like bombing the Ukraine. Vlad is mad. It's insane. Another leader takes his fill and weak U.S. sends a mill. I will not bomb them from a plane. I will not bomb them on a train. I don't like bombing the Ukraine. Vlad is glad, causing pain. Biden's butt just been wiped like the oil can't get piped. Should you bomb them with a box? By the way, where's monkeypox? <laughs> Peace out. Uh, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you very much. That is awesome. That concludes our That Is Awesome segment here on Chewing the Fat. You too can participate in the Sam I Am Ukraine or any other awesome goodness by emailing the show chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Wait, there's one more piece of awesomeness. So let's talk about moinkbox.com, shall we? Uh, M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. Yeah, let's talk about moinkbox. That's another point to the awesomeness segment here on Chewing the Fat. You know, I like knowing where my meat comes from. And you can quote me on that. And with moink, that place is from small family farms all across the country. You can help save the family farm and get access to the highest quality meat on earth when you join the Moink movement 
today. Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught Alaskan salmon, straight to your door. Moink farmers farm like our grandparents did. Uh, And as a result, Moink meat tastes like it should because the family farm does it better. The Moink difference is a difference you can taste. And you can feel good knowing you're helping family farms stay financially independent as well. You choose the meat delivered in every box. Ribeyes, chicken breast, pork chops, salmon fillets, and uh, really one of my favorites is their bacon. Their bacon is awesome. Plus, you can cancel any time. I would tell you, there's nothing like getting the Moink box delivered to your home and uh, bringing it in and opening up and just going through the ribeyes and the chicken breasts and the salmon fillets and the bacon. I was really trying to make order some extra bacon with my order. I mean, Shark Tank host Kevin O'Leary has called Moink's bacon the best bacon he's ever tasted. Uh, I agree uh, with Kevin. Or Kevin agrees with me. And a Ring Doorbell founder, Jamie Siminoff, jumped at the chance to invest in Moink. So, uh, you know what? Something similar uh, is going to happen when you open up your Moink box as well. I'll tell you what. They guarantee that you'll say, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got Moink. That's a Moink box guarantee. So, you may think, oh, I'll never do that. But when you open that Moink box and you see that bacon... And you see that those chicken breasts and those ribeyes, and uh, you're going to say, oh man, oink, oink, I'm just so happy I got moinked. It's a guarantee. So keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. Listeners to this show get a free filet mignon in every order for a year. That's one of one year. For the best filet mignon you're ever going to taste, but it is for a limited time. So get to moinkbox.com slash Jeffy right now. M-O-I-N-K box.com slash Jeffy. Moinkbox.com slash Jeffy. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So who died today, yesterday? Uh, I talked about uh, Angela Lansbury, who passed away at the age of 96, days shy of her 97th birthday. Very sad. Rest in peace, uh, Angela Lansbury. And we talked about her history and her story. But one story that I read yesterday after the show talked about how she... Uh, was concerned earlier in life with her daughter falling under the spell of a Hollywood deadbeat, Charles Manson. And she worried that, uh, she said that uh, Charlie would, she didn't call him Charlie, that's me, he would pick up the girl up from school and get her to steal money and food from her parents. And then she worried that her entire family would go come under the spell. The kids would come under the spell of Charles Manson. So she picked up and moved to Ireland. <laughs> Yeah, 
she said, look, uh, it started with cannabis, moved on to heroin. Uh, there were factions up in the hills above Malibu that were dedicated to deadly pursuits. It pains me to say it, but I, at one stage, uh, Deidre, her daughter, was in the crowd led by Charles Manson. She was one of many youngsters who knew him, and they were fascinated. He was an extraordinary character, charismatic in many ways, no question about it. Uh, growing uh, concerned with her children's well-being, she revealed that she had told her husband, we need to leave. So she upped everything and picked up everything and moved to Ireland. That was the birthplace of her mother. Uh, it was also somewhere uh, that her children wouldn't be exposed to any more bad influences. And she refused work for a year, simply kept house. She said she bought Elizabeth David's books and learned how to cook properly. Uh, she said it was a wonderful time in my life and uh, that was all good, but she did it for her daughter. And she didn't, she knew that getting in bed with Charles Manson or, you know, the clutches of Charles Manson was definitely a bad thing. And so she wanted to get her daughter out of there. And this obviously was before the Sharon Tate murders. So, uh, good for Angela Lansbury recognizing it and taking care of her children. Really incredible. Uh, rest in peace, Angela Lansbury. Another madman that we're fascinated with, Jeffrey Dahmer, his show on Netflix, well, it was not his show, but the limited series on uh, Dahmer Monster, the Jeffrey Dahmer story, is now uh, the number two all time on Netflix English language series chart, uh, right behind Stranger Things 4. It racked up 205.33 million hours of viewing time worldwide. Wow. <laughs> uh, that brings the Ryan Murphy production series total to 701.37 million hours since September 21st debut. And that's second place. Behind Stranger Things 4. So, uh, Stranger Things... Four, season four has 1.35 billion hours. <laughs> oh, wow. That is amazing. So it passed season two of Bridgerton, which had 656.26 million hours in the first 28 days. Uh, it sits fourth among Netflix series in any language behind Squid Game has 1.65 billion hours over the first 28 days. Stranger Things 4 and the final season of Money Heist, 792.23 million. And so they're probably not going to get past uh, Squid Game and Stranger Things 4, but it might knock out Money Heist and become number three worldwide. So anyway, if you're one of, the, one of those people, uh, you're part of a big crowd. You are not alone. So way back in 2019, a federal judge ruled in the foundation's favor. The foundation was the Andy Warhol Foundation, saying that Warhol's images were transformative because while Goldsmith's photo, uh, and that's Lynn Goldsmith, who's you know a noted photographer, 
she they showed according to the uh the federal judge that uh the photo showed a vulnerable human being the warhol print depicted an iconic larger than life figure now the foundation sought supreme court review after then the new york based second u.s circuit court of appeals ruled in favor of goldsmith in march of 2021 the appeals court uh faulted the district court for focusing on the artist's intent saying a judge should not assume the role of the art critic instead a judge must examine whether the new york or the new work is of a completely different character from that of the original it must at bare minimum comprise something more than the imposition of another artist's style on the primary work uh i don't know i i think i disagree with that but that's why it's in front of the supreme court so during wednesday's arguments uh the supreme court justices questioned whether warhol's image of prince had a different purpose from goldsmith because both were used in the same way commercially to illustrate articles about the singer uh, under copyright law, courts weigh whether a new work will compete with an existing work and undercut its market value. Although when Warhol did his print, uh, Prince was just an up-and-coming star. He wasn't Prince. He was just Prince. And uh, I, I loved Prince back then too, man. Oh, why didn't you marry him? You know what? If he would have said, marry me, I may have at the time. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens uh, you know, before the Supreme Court. Now they're going to rule on it and see what happens. It's interesting because, uh, you know, as uh, my, my wife would say, well, it's my picture and you drew my picture. But he didn't really drew. He drew uh, what his view of the picture was. And that was Andy Warhol's work. Right. So it is different. And it was both for commercial purposes. Hello, I don't know that they uh, competed against each other. That's kind of silly. Uh, I don't think that they competed against each other. I think they were two separate entities. But I didn't make the argument in front of the Supreme Court. And they didn't ask me to make the argument, which is a little disappointing, I must say. <laughs> Scientists from Stanford, uh, they have uh, published a new study. Uh, researchers uh, have published a new study on human brain cells injected into rats. Now, it took seven years, and it started when Stanford University researchers took baby rats and injected their brains with human brain cells. The tissue successfully managed to mix with the rat brain tissue and uh, voila, rat-human brain combos could respond to experiments. Like knowing blue light meant they'd get water. But researchers say this is just a start. The ultimate goal is to understand how certain mutations affect the brain. The study things like autism and schizophrenia and uh, you know, try to come up with new treatments. Uh-huh. And uh, also... Uh, Scientists in a separate study uh, showed how scientists uh, grew human and mice brain cells in a lab and trained them to play a video game, Pong. <laughs> uh, that is awesome. So now they're going to end up, uh, you know, drugging the rats and seeing how they perform and what differences they have. I mean, 
we are spending an awful lot of money on creating uh, zombie rats and or zombies altogether. Uh, I mean, first, once we get the human brains into the rats, then we're going to have to have the rat brains into the humans because rats are, you know, beautiful animals and understanding and we need to learn more about them. So if we inject the rat brain into our brain, then uh, we're good to go, right? Right. Has anyone seen the documentary Walking Dead? Uh, Because I have. Uh, In fact, I do a show on it once a week called Talking Walking Dead. And uh, while this may not be what has caused the zombie experience, uh, the dead experience in The Walking Dead. Uh, It seems like when I read this stuff, this is how it got started. (laughs) Now, another way that it could have gotten started, and I don't know this, I'm just telling you what happened. Uh, The FDA and the CDC has now signed off on an updated COVID-19 booster for 5 to 11-year-olds. Isn't that great? Pfizer and Moderna have tweaked their recipes to target Omicron subvariants BA.4 and BA.5, as well as the original COVID-19 strain. Now, kids as young as five are cleared to get the Pfizer dose, and kids six and up can get Moderna's booster. That's so great. So now it's not only for the kids who got their primary series or their last booster two months before. So I guess we're hoping that the updated booster is going to add that extra protection against uh, potential future surges. (laughs) Uh, That's great. So Moderna, uh, now they're already available, uh, which is good news. Pfizer, kind of behind the eight ball a little bit. They're not going to be available until next week. So, okay. Uh, According to this new study on long covid A new study found that 1 in 20 people who got COVID-19 haven't fully recovered from the virus, even 6 to 18 months later. But those who were asymptomatic were unlikely to suffer long-term effects and vaccines can offer protection. Oh, so it is still about the vaccine. So it isn't just about, well, you know, the virus affects people differently and we just have to live with it. No. We don't have to just live with it. We have to get other vaccines and boosters if you, uh, you know, have some sort of, if you had some sort of effect from COVID-19 at all, you need to be, uh, you need to be uh, vaccinated and boosted. Okay. All right. That's good news. That's good news. I will be interested to see the numbers on the children that are getting the COVID-19 boosters and the original uh, vaccine to begin with for the kids. Because my kids, uh, I don't have young kids like this at this age anymore. Uh, My youngest is, I don't know, she's 14 or 15 now. Um, She's my youngest and uh, I'm pretty sure she's not being vaccinated either. And um, I do have some of my, my, uh, my wife's grandchildren are this age. And uh, that's not happening. Okay. <laughs> that's just not going to happen. So and that's not me speaking. That's uh, my wife's grandchildren's father uh, speaking. So I would be interested to see the numbers on how, what, uh, who is actually making their kids get this. Because I feel like the numbers are going to be really, really low. So I thought we were done with axing plastic bags at stores, but I guess not. Uh, Kroger in Virginia is now eliminating single-use plastic bags. 
that's special. Uh, they're going to, they want you to bring a bag or purchase a reusable plastic bag, or you can purchase a reusable tot- a tote for 99 cents. Isn't that great? Now, the earnings are going to be donated to the Zero Hunger, Zero Waste Initiative, but uh, Kroger said it's determined to eliminate plastic bags entirely by 2025. So that's, I mean, great, right? Who doesn't love that? So stupid. Now, uh, I'm sure that it's costing more money to make them, and it's a lot of money, right? And those supply chain issues, and it's also a lot of money for these stores to provide bags. Got it but to just to ban them. But now we have a new plastic bag ban uh, coming and I'm excited for it, okay? Um, California has now decided that, you know what? We need to ban those little plastic bags that grocery shoppers use to put their produce in. Yeah, I hate those. Man, do I hate the convenience of those plastic bags. <laughs> yeah, I know. So now the legislation uh, has approved uh the banning uh, stores will be providing uh, helpful little plastic bags that consumers use at the supermarket. The new rule goes into effect 2025, so you still got a couple of years. But even after it takes hold, stores will be allowed to offer compostable bags and recycled bags. Boy, I bet you those are going to be great. You know, sometimes those are so hard. <laughs> those are a pain in the ass to open up, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I know they've got the little arrow on it and you've got to, you know, wiggle. If you, if you dampen your finger, you're not supposed to lick your finger in a store anymore, COVID-19. So uh, you see the store clerks have their little sponge on their cart as they're bagging uh, produce for the people who are getting, uh, uh, picking up their groceries outside of the store. But they have a little sponge so that their finger gets a little damp because that's what you need. You need a little wetness. Uh, you don't want it really wet. You just want enough to get it sticky so that you can just rub back and forth real quick and it moves this end of the bag open so then you can open it up. Anyway, it's just a little helpful hint from me. Uh, but according to this, this plastic that they use is not recyclable. Recyclable. It's a contaminant in almost any bin that you put it into. Well, why are we using that then? That just, uh, I don't understand. So anyway, uh, it flies around landfills, flies around trucks, gets stuck in gears at recycling facilities. Well, I realize that that's a problem. So why don't we use something else? I'm sure that's probably the cheapest way to do it. But uh, maybe that's, I mean, maybe that's a good thing. Oh my gosh, I'm sounding, oh, I'm sorry. What am I doing? No, it's not a good thing. Stop it. We don't need to be banning things. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so you know i mean if, if it's not recyclable and it's just a thing that we're producing that doesn't do any good but it's keeping contaminating items away from other contaminating items i mean it's still a kind of a good thing right because you put you put produce in you put uh you put candy in you put bakery goods in it's a pre-checkout bag right so for uh, items that are not packaged already or items that are packaged and could uh, sweat or leak, right? So it would seem to me that, so those bags that they use at the meat department and the produce department and the bakery department, those are all pre-checkout bags. So if those are the same bags that are not compostable, then I guess I, kinda, I might be on the side of getting rid of them. I know. Don't look at me like that. 
<laughs> I'm going to look into this a little bit more. Because as I'm reading the story, I think I'm on the side of getting rid of them. If they're doing nothing, if we can't reuse them, if we can't recycle them for other things, then what's the point? All right. I mean, that's the point of having these plastic bags so that we can recycle them and use them again. That's the whole point, isn't it? Anyway, so I see, speaking of California, though, I see where uh, the neighborhood that uh, Harry and Megan want to move into, they're saying, uh, yeah, why don't you guys uh, not move here? Uh, we don't want you here. Uh, there's big stories about how they, uh, Harry and Megan are now not getting invited to the red carpet parties. Oh, gosh darn it. And Megan just did an interview where she talked about, I've been called insane, hysterical, and crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's probably just from Harry. <laughs> <laughs> she went on to say she's been labeled uh, uh this was in their new episode of archetypes which gosh darn it i haven't listened to that yet uh it's the show's fifth installment uh the decoding of crazy the duchess of sussex uh, sat down with actresses constance Wu, jenny slate and uh deepika padukon and discussed allegedly being called insane yeah that's from harry and the family i bet raise your hand if you've ever been called crazy or hysterical or what about nuts insane out of mind uh out of your mind completely irrational <laughs> now she didn't say who called her that yeah that's because that was harry uh she was just uh apparently uh she you know is that public perception or did someone actually call her that i will say yes someone actually called her that it was Harry, okay? <laughs> and you know what? She also explained how the word crazy is shamelessly thrown around so casually. <laughs> uh, the damage it's wrought on society and women, frankly, everywhere. Yeah, the word crazy is... It's not the, the, per the person who is crazy that's doing all the damage. It's the word <laughs> the word has shattered reputations, destroyed careers, ruined relationships and families. Yeah, yeah, the word, not the person, not the people, but the word. The word crazy has done the damage. Oh, yeah. I'm with you, Megan. I'm with you. It's not you at all. It's not you. Okay. It's the word. Harry, you gotta get out, bro. You gotta get out. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.